It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well Best Bits of Tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Let's talk to our first guest, Paul Griffiths, president of the Police Superintendents Association. Uh, Paul, good evening to you, sir. Good evening. I'm tempted to say, everybody, look up uh, Blair Peach and see whether that uh, worries them or not. Well, I, I, I mean, in reference to the um, risks that officers have to, have to face... Clearly, there's a lot of challenges out there at the moment. We're obviously trying to police and support the whole country through the pandemic. We've got protests going on in terms of uh, clear divisions in our society around race, discrimination, bias, etc. You know, and we're trying to uh, find a way through all this to allow for peaceful protest on all parties, uh, but facing ever, 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 many, ever daily yeah. risks. But they don't want it. We can face. And um, this is this is not new. This is some nothing. Something that somebody's oh god. This has always gone on uh, amongst young people who suddenly think they've discovered something new. You know, mostly we get on. I think we've been getting on as a society better now than any other time I can remember, whether the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, or whatever. Well, I mean, there's certainly a good relationship, for example, the police have with, with the communities. But every now and again, we can't be complacent about it because every now and again, there's something that rises that causes tension, etc., and causes us to have to police these uh, demonstrations and protest marches, etc. So it's a real challenge for us to obviously mm. allow people to have their peaceful protest, but recognising some of the sort of deep divisions that can sometimes occur within communities. But you can't... Before we talk about what happened in Hackney, because I am concerned about what may or may not happen in the capital at the weekend, as I'm sure you are, uh, the police cannot pretend that they'll sort of bow down and uh, allow the mob to rule. You can't do that. No, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's part of our role is to um, uphold law and order. And it's a fine balance at times between upholding law and order and allowing peaceful protest. And, you know, we have to find that fine line. And it's a judgment call sometimes that senior commanders have to make those decisions within minutes or seconds. Yeah. And there's, there's officers there right at the front line who are trying to make and appease situations. And suddenly, very quickly, they can change into very volatile and mm. dangerous situations. I mean, I'm not going to bring up taking the knee and all that 
I'm not going to bring it up because you're broad stiff with it, I'm sure. But I am going to say that you probably will, if this all goes ahead like everybody's threatening at the moment on social media, there would be no point in sending the officers in unprepared. They would need to be in riot gear. And people will then say, oh, that's very provocative. Well, it's not provocative if people behave themselves. Well, we've got very highly trained, very restrained uh, officers, and we've got obviously specialists around public order, and our commanders. Those are the um, uh, the officers that uh, yeah, I, I represent. Um, make those judgment calls. They're highly trained. They know that which point uh, with crowd dynamics they may have to introduce officers who have got more protective equipment. Uh, and that's based on intelligence, it's based on what they see, the reporting from local officers, etc. And it, it's a really difficult judgment call. And I think a lot of people, you know, sometimes uh, re- reflect on what's happened and, and make judgment calls. But, you know, sometimes these officers are making split-second decisions. Uh, and they're highly trained, they know what they're doing. And they will make the appropriate judgment call to make sure that everybody can peacefully protest. But where were yeah. they on Saturday in London? Because, you know, they had to get the horses out, but there were no police with, you know, any protection on. They were unprotected, the police there. Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, circumstances and crowd dynamics can change very quickly in terms of the way uh, matters are policed, you know, and it was quite appalling in terms of the number of officers that were injured in that particular incident. But there are incidents all over the country that where protests were taking place where there were no injuries and it passed peacefully. But there didn't and seem to be any around the corner. Mm. There's normally a van of, you know, protected officers around the corner in case it does get a bit, you know, violent. But there didn't seem well, to I, be. I mean, I can't go into the intricacies of, of the actual policing operation because I actually don't know the full details. But I do know that they're very highly trained, particularly mm. in London, dealing but, with these sort of situations. But they can change. The, the yeah. situation and circumstances can change so quickly and you rely on you know good command decisions and good officers on the mm. ground and they are highly trained and very restrained in terms of their behavior uh paul griffith president of the police superintendent association the james whale show come praise the whale on talk radio let's talk to councillor vicky slade leader okay, of the yeah. bournemouth uh, christchurch and pool council where the statue is yeah. and see what she thinks vicky good evening good evening how are you? I see. I think I've seen you in the media quite a bit today. Oh, I've had a busy old day. <laughs> have you enjoyed it? That's the main no, thing. No, I have not. It's been awful. Um, Why? I've had the most horrible abuse um, sent at my house. My children have been made to cry by people saying the most vile things on the telly, uh, on the down the phone. My husband has to protect me from a lynch mob. Um, when actually what? what we're trying to do is protect. Mm the statue mm. from the idiots that want to take it down. The rule of the mob, yeah. Just before yeah. before we we talk about that, I, what what kind of threats have you actually had, Vicky? Oh, well, I haven't had threats. I've had abuse. Um, my, I've had phone calls to my house all day from all over the country. Um, I've had people phoning up when my children have answered the phone and said, my mummy's on the phone. They've said, your mother is a bleep, 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 and put the phone mm. down. Um, my children have been left in tears over it because they're only answering the phone because I'm trying to deal with other things. Um, I mean, these these know, people don't realise that they are just like the people they are uh, apparently complaining mm. about. They're behaving in exactly the same way. Yeah, it, it's, you know, I totally understand people's frustration, you know, and um, this has only happened because a, a, a website went up 
putting all these topple the racist um, list of places to go and topple these statues. And I've actually seen tweets from people in this area um, who have been promoting this and saying, let's go down and tear this statue down. Mm. I mean, it's utterly mm. disgraceful. It's using the Black Lives Matter thing, of yep. which we all support completely. Absolutely. And it's using it as a well, actually, I, I support all. Harness. I support all lives matter. Every life matters, Vicky. Well, that, that's a different conversation, isn't it? Because some people say, you know, that's like saying I support all animals when it's a Save the Whales campaign. I get, I understand that at the moment there's a particular issue about how, you know, how people in, in ethnic minorities feel about a lot of things. Mm. Um, and I'm absolutely comfortable with the fact that, you know, perhaps they need more representation and they need people to be speaking up for them. But you don't do that by jumping on the bandwagon and finding every historic figure that you don't agree with no, and listen, threatening to chuck it in the river. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking, in the main, and I hate to, this sounds very racist, but in the main, a lot of these people are white. I know. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, know who, I know who the main protagonist in this area is, and she's not black. So, you know, she's, she, is, she is speaking for other people who, who are not saying themselves. I had a phone call earlier on from a young Jewish man um, who said to me, apparently, uh, Lord Baden-Powell was anti-Semitic and a friend of Hitler. I'm OK with, with the fact that that statue stays there, and I'm the Jewish person, and I'm like, that's great, because I'm OK with it too, um, but I want to make sure that overnight we don't get swastikas painted on it by these idiots. Mm. Um, and well, hold on, was he mates with Hitler? Did he like Hitler? Yeah, allegedly, he did. I, well, allegedly, why, you know, I, you know. it's not very nice, is it? Well, no. Yeah, but, Obviously. you know, I mean, we've all had dodgy friends in the past. Well, that's pretty dodgy, though, isn't it? Plan, but, but, but what other I mean, things? Should, start, and it, the well, there's is, all sorts of... Go on. I think the, the point is that you, you can't judge someone on everything they do. You've got to have a balance, haven't you? As, as no, but they... I think, Vicky, hang on. I think, actually, some of the stuff that Baden-Powell is reported to have been up to are pretty disgusting... Uh, whether they're true, I don't know. I've done, I haven't looked I don't into know if it. But, true. But, but you know, a lot of historians will tell you who it is. Well, if it's found and, out to be true, would you then support his statue being taken well, no, down? P- perhaps, what, perhaps what you should do uh, is remove the statue and put it in a museum with uh, the yeah. true, full history of him there to be read. Well, the interesting thing is, right, that that the um, Paul has some huge affinity with the Scout movement. So, you know, there is an opportunity here for us to say, let's look at the Scout movement, let's look at it in its entirety, um, and you actually look at Baden-Powell as, as an element of that. But actually, you also look at all the great things it's done since his death in 1941 and the growth of it to almost every country in the world, which is colourblind... Well, that had nothing to do with him, else. actually, no, to be honest, Vicky. it didn't, it didn't no. but actually he was the, he's an element of the Scout movement. And mm. I think that what people are getting mixed up with is they're, they're so committed to the Scout movement um, that, that they've got quite upset. And we've actually got people now camping out either side of the statue to make sure that nobody goes for the statue overnight. Vicky, good to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Councillor Vicky Slade, leader of the Bournemouth Christchurch and Paul Council. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, let's talk to um, Dr Joe Mulholland, head of Hope Not Hate. He joins us now. Doctor, good evening to you. Mulhall. Mulhall. Oh, right, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Um, uh, now... Your your uh, concern with uh, this um, this possible uh, 
uh, conflict in London over the weekend. Tell me uh, your side. Yeah, sure. I mean, part of our job is to monitor the far right around the United Kingdom and uh, a number of far right figures, including Stephen Yaxley Lennon, better known as Tommy Robinson, and, and some of the groups like Britain First, have called a big demonstration uh, in London on Saturday, uh, supposedly or ostensibly to defend the statues in central London against Black Lives Matter demonstrations. But actually, in reality, a lot of the rhetoric we're picking up is about attacking Black Lives Matter, um, even talking about pulling down the Mandela statue, which is picking up a lot of that from the far right. And so it's a very febrile and tense situation that we could be facing on Saturday. Mm. Um, what are the, the best thing to do to ignore them completely and have a peaceful demonstration somewhere and not go up against them? Because if you go up against them and you've got people who join your, uh, your, your demonstration who you don't know, who might just want to be out there for a fight, it's not really going to solve anything or do anything good, is it? Yeah, I mean, just to be clear, hope not hate, of course, no demonstration whatsoever. We're not, we're not involved in the demonstration. There's two separate things happening here. The far right uh, and football hooligan gangs have called a demonstration in central London. And then there is a completely separate Black Lives Matter demonstration, which has been called well in advance of that, which is happening in a, in a different part of London. So I would agree with you in the sense that this is a group of football hooligans and far right activists uh, intent on trouble coming into central London to be violent, many of them with long histories of violence, and racism. And yeah, I agree. I, I don't think that there is a huge advantage in, in kind of turning out to meet them or anything like that at this moment. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think there should be separate events, absolutely. Why haven't I mean, they separated I, it by the police? Well, they, 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 they are supposedly in different areas. It should be different times, um, though. Cause they uh, can... Well, it wouldn't make any difference, would it, really? I mean, I, I what worries me is on both sides, there are people looking for a bit of a punch up because they want to tell everybody they've got justice on their side. And, you know, the, the only justice is that people are treated fairly in this society. And I know that your organisation, I believe, feels that the police are out to sort of cause violence. Well, no, I no, can actually, assure you... Sorry, sorry, just, oh, just, it's just not? Oh, good. There. No, I mean, uh, I hope not hate haven't come out and said that we think the police uh, are going to cause violence. We've actually said that um, we hope that the police take the threat of the far right extremely seriously on Saturday and, and, and do their best to police it in a way that means that um, the far right are separated and aren't allowed mm. to cause the violence and trouble that they often do. Um, what's important to say here is that like, the Black Lives Matter demonstrations that we've seen over the past few weeks have overwhelmingly been peaceful. Most of them have been enormous and there has been some elements of trouble which lots of people have condemned. Um, but this is not about... Well, saying, yeah, you, you know, 35 police officers in, in, uh, in hospital is not really a, a good look, is it? I mean, uh, but, I mean as to, just to be absolutely clear, I mean, hope not hate is not calling a demonstration. It's not. No, I know, I know you're not. I'm just so, trying yeah. to explore, you know, even, even saying we're going to go and pull down uh, statues, or as I said before, telling people, you know, uh, kids now arguing between each other, being told, well, if you braid your hair or you, uh, you do exercises to make your bum bigger... Uh, that's racial appropriation. I mean, this is all just getting too stupid, to be honest. But I think actually part of the problem is, is that some of those examples you're mentioning now, I mean, it's just completely missing the point of this debate that's being happening at the moment. We've actually got a really exciting moment here where we're talking about Britain's history, where we're talking about major issues like racial oppression and structural oppression in British society. And it's the wrong time to be reducing it down to some kid in the playground has said something. But it's been hijacked yeah, by loads listen, of people, listen, hasn't it? What, this, listen, listen, uh, this is where it happens and the young people are getting the wrong idea and where they may not have had any kind of 
uh, of racial uh, thoughts before, they're, they're going to end up getting them like this. And that's the problem I have. So threatening statues, uh, I agree. Listen, there are loads of statues I think should be um, not there. But that pulling them down is not the way to go. OK, it, it really isn't, because if I decide I don't like something, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of some left wing person I wouldn't wouldn't want to see a statue of. Um, and uh, I, I say, right, I, I, I don't think we should have that. We'll get some people together, f- same feeling and go and pull it down. This is not the way society works. OK, but surely we can agree on something here, which is, I mean, there is different ways to bring down statues. I mean, Sadiq Khan has talked about introducing a way where they bring together, you know, affected communities, historians. We have a debate about what should come down, and there's more democratic means about it. And, and that's something that should be really welcomed and exciting. But surely we can all agree on the fact that in 2020, the idea that people of colour have to walk past the statue of a slave trader is not acceptable. Thank you very much indeed, sir, because uh, you will have started a debate. Uh, Joe, thank you for that. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. That was uh, the clips for today, the worst of whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.